Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Yukon Internal Medicine Ambulatory Podcast Series. I'm Courtney Ryan Fisher, and I'm one of the Chief Medical Residents at the University of Connecticut. Today in our podcast, we will talk about management of hypertension in patients with chronic kidney disease. Our goal is to summarise blood pressure management in patients with CKD not receiving dialysis. We will cover what blood pressure goal to aim for, how to best measure blood pressure, and the management considerations in this patient population. Number one, deciding on a blood pressure goal for our patients with CKD. We looked at many different guidelines on hypertension in the clinic this week, and there is not a consensus among guideline bodies on the blood pressure targets in patients with CKD. So today in our podcast, we will focus on the Kidney Disease Improving Global Outcomes, or CADIGO, 2021 blood pressure guidelines, since they are specifically aimed at patients with chronic kidney disease. These guidelines recommend that for our patients with CKD not receiving dialysis, we target a systolic blood pressure goal of less than 120 millimeters of mercury to reduce the risk of cardiovascular events and all-cause mortality in this patient population. This is a grade 2b recommendation because it is only based on a single randomized trial, the SPRINT trial, and therefore the authors suggest potentially individualizing this target depending on your patient. Number two, how should we measure blood pressure? The CADIGO guidelines emphasize when aiming for a goal blood pressure of less than 120 systolic, we should be using standardized office blood pressure measurements. This includes taking the blood pressure in a quiet room after the patient has been relaxed for five minutes and has emptied their bladder. Patients should have their back supported, feet flat on the floor, and arm rested on a support. The cuff should be sized appropriately to fit the arm, and initial readings should be taken from both arms with the higher value repeated. We should use an average of at least two readings obtained on two or more occasions to estimate the individual's blood pressure. Number three, what goal-directed lifestyle interventions should we recommend to our patients with CKD and hypertension? The CADIGO guidelines recommend to keep salt intake less than two grams per day. Some of our patients will achieve this by using salt substitutes. However, it is important to caution patients that many of these salt substitutes replace sodium chloride with potassium chloride, which can lead to hyperkalemia in patients with reduced kidney function, and for this reason should be avoided in patients with advanced CKD. The CADIGO guidelines also advise that patients achieve 150 minutes of moderate intensity physical activity every week, which is the same as for the general population. Number four, selecting pharmacotherapy for blood pressure control in patients with CKD. An important mechanism behind the cause of hypertension in patients with CKD is activation of the renin-angiotensin system, making the patient hold on to salt and water. The KIDIGO guidelines support the use of RAS inhibition with either an ACE inhibitor or an angiotensin II receptor blocker to help control hypertension in patients with CKD who have albuminuria. One of their practice points is to check serum creatinine and serum potassium two to four weeks after initiating these medications and that most patients can tolerate up to a 30% increase in creatinine without the need to stop these medications, providing they do not develop complications such as hyperkalemia or fluid retention. Other options for medications include non-dihydropyridine calcium channel blockers, such as amlodipine, or thiazide diuretics, such as chlorthalazone or hydrochlorothiazide. Diuretic medications such as hydrochlorothiazide often seem like an obvious choice in patients with CKD who can develop fluid overload. However, it is important to remember that in patients with CKD, 
hydrochlorothiazide is typically ineffective below an EGFR of 30, at which point loop diuretics are generally favoured. So in summary, for our patients with CKD not on dialysis, CADIGO guidelines recommend using standardised blood pressure measurements and aiming for a target systolic blood pressure less than 120 millimetres of mercury. Lifestyle recommendations include reducing salt intake to less than 2 grams per day and doing at least 150 minutes of exercise per week. When starting on medications, ACE inhibitors and angiotensin 2 receptor blockers will target the underlying mechanism behind hypertension and CKD and should be considered as first-line agents in patients with CKD. I'd like to thank you all for listening today. Please follow our podcast in Anchor, Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts. We will see you in the next episode.